Welcome back to another episode of the True Growth Through Growth Podcast. It's your girl, Latina Mata, mindset coach, facilitator of healing with Revelation Breathwick. And today I want to share with you something um, <laughs> that has been a challenge for me, right? So I'm going to give you some insight into my um, personal life. So my daughter, she's seven years old and she knows loss, right? Um, not loss as in death, but loss as in people who she really cared about not being present anymore. So this is not, you know, to open up a can of worms for anybody or to put, you know, her situation um, in the limelight, but I'm sharing this because I feel very moved to so essentially, her relationship with her father is not the greatest because he's not the most present parent. Um, and he has his own reasons for doing so. So this platform that I have here is not to, you know, make that a point of focus, right? Um, she was also very, she was a daddy's girl for these first years, specifically with her being around or with him being around, you know, daddy was everything. And then I got into another relationship where, he also took up the father role significantly and life happened and that relationship ended. Thirdly, she had a dog. We had a dog. So if you guys know me for a very long time, I had a dog. Her name was Fluffy. It was my mother's dog. And she absolutely, well, she grew up with that dog and the dog died when she was, when she was four, I believe. Right. Um, so Within the last two years, specifically, and I guess now that she's older, and I always make space for her to share, you know, for her to express herself, I always make space for her to say what she really feels. And I think with the craziness of the pandemic, um, and the anxiety and not having that outlet to exert energy throughout the day, etc., her sleep has become very difficult so she would go to sleep super late and I noticed when she is overtired is when there is like this huge like this great amount of emotions and in her tantrums basically and I and I don't mean that in a bad way but in her emotional um expression of what's going on with her I usually get late at night when she's overtired so the situation with her dad will come up she would express her hurt and pain around that you know about why he's not as present as she would like him to be she would express her hurt and pain around the situation of my past relationship um, where he was very much of a father to her and then of course she would express her hurt and pain around the dog fluffy not being there and it was a lot. It was a lot for me to take in as a mother. One, as a mother, it's painful to see your child express so much pain and so much hurt. Two, I am like, I do not know what it is to really experience loss in that capacity. As in, you know, all my immediate persons are here. Um, there was just one very, very, very close person to me who passed away. And that was within the last three years. Um, but in that very tender age between zero and recently, I've never really experienced loss in that capacity. So it was very hard for me to navigate. Anyways, fast forward, it's been two years of us, you know, having to, you know, 
coach her and support her and hold space for her. I must let you know that that shit is very, very difficult. And this is why as a parent, one of the most, most critical things is learning how to regulate your own emotions so that you could hold space for your children when they are in their emotional space, right? Um, I did allow her to go therapy, did invest in therapy. And of course, therapy is a process by itself. And it's something that I started and then we fell off. And then um, it is something that I have intention of having her in, right? Continu continued until I believe that she is um, equipped and she has the tools to regulate her emotions. Anyways, so this is a very this is a very very vulnerable podcast. I know I usually say, "Oh, this is so my personal life," but this is very vulnerable because this is my daughter I'm speaking about. Anyways, so if you are a mommy, um, a parent, a father, and you relate, I with my whole heart, um, sincerely, you know, like reach out, message me, let me know. Hey, Latina, you're not alone, right? Um, so, anyways, within the last couple of months. I noticed all week specifically, I noticed she's very crabby. You know, she's very um, defiant. She is, you know, very, she seems like there's a lot of, you know, ungratefulness, um, you know, very, I don't know the words to describe really, but there's a shift. There's a shift. Now I know she's seven going on eight. And I'm also aware that this is a very transitionary space for her. You know, like life is happening, things are changing. Corona, COVID is still here. Um, you know, school, like she she as a young little girl is also dealing with her own personal challenges. So this is just my introduction to remind you, parents, that children have their own stress as well so you know when a child is throwing a tantrum and a child is frustrated and a child is overwhelmed and a child is behaving in a particular way and you're like i don't understand why like they have nothing to worry about that's bullshit in their own little world those little things that we now as adults could manage and deal with are big 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 deals for them you know so we also we really need to be super mindful of that right anyways so in our conversations for the last year, specifically, um, well, within the last six months, let me see. So within the last year, okay, back up. So when I noticed, oh my God, so I noticed within the last year or a year ago, I should say that she is grieving. So I knew she was hurt. I knew she was sad. I knew she was concerned about the situation with my relationship situation with the dog situation with her dad I knew that right so I would have allowed space for her to cry and for her to express that and for her to say those things but that happened in 2020 right those two major things the dog as well as the relationship happened you know 2019 2020 um so now we're in 2021 and the problem is still there. The emotions are still there and it's really huge. And then I had a download and I'm like, oh my God, she's grieving. She is grieving. And I do not have the capacity and not have the, I do not believe I have the tools to support through a grieving process as well as, you know, my daughter. It's because it's very personal, right? So I will take things very personally. Anywho, so within the last six months specifically, I have become very 
in tune with these emotional things that come up. And to be honest, because it comes up so often, I think I became a bit desensitized to it, right? All right, cool, no problem. So we got a therapist. We started to do the work. I noticed there was some shift, you know, with her having somebody to speak to outside of me and outside of her grammar. Great. We had to put a pause on that for circumstances beyond my control. But we had to put a pause on it for a bit. And then it dawned on me. Then it dawned on me. I said, because of course, the narrative that I had been teaching her was, it's okay. It's okay to cry. It's okay to feel. It's okay to have those feelings, those things. Those things are real. They are valid. You know, like, it's your, like, sure. Don't let anybody tell you. Don't feel your feelings. You know, they're like, I have some family members who I love daily, but they are not the crying type. They are not the feel your feelings type. They are the, hey, we have nothing to cry for. You know, the Caribbean way of doing things, right? They have nothing to cry for. Toughen it up, right? And I know, a lot of the clients that I have, um, crying wasn't a thing. Like you're not allowed to cry. So I am. Um, I was then coaching persons to feel their feelings, right? So of course that is what I was teaching my daughter. I did not want her to have everything stuffed inside. But what I realized that I then had to teach her, which is what we're doing now, and this is where this episode is inspired from, was a conversation that I just finished having with her about ten minutes ago. You have a choice. You have a choice. And, you know, she would express with such sincerity and such heartbrokenness. And, I mean, I could get all emotional saying this, that it hurts. It hurts that she lost her dog. It hurts that she lost these two people that she loves or loved daily. It hurts her so much. And I then went in to describe that, it's okay to feel those things, you know, but you have to choose. You have to choose if you are going to stay feeling sad and feeling angry and feeling upset, or if you're going to choose to be happy and be grateful and to be content right now where you are. And I had been telling her this for months now, you know, and I realized that maybe it's her seven going into eight, so there's more understanding. But I felt as though the light bulb sat, like it went off tonight. I felt like the light bulb went off. I expressed to her that, hey, bad things happen. Awful things happen to us all the time. And we have the option to stay in that feeling of sadness. Or we could choose how we want to move forward, right? And I used a narrative around color right? I said, every single person in this world has a light, right? And we have this big, bright, beautiful light around us. And so I'm telling you, you have this big, beautiful, bright, white light around you, or whatever color that resonates around you. And shitty things happen. And when shitty things happen, it may change the color, right? Because we have emotions and that emotions, those emotions would affect the light, right? And I told her, that if you allow the emotions, the not so pretty emotions to consistently be there and just make a big home in your, in your body, then the light is going to change color. And I asked her, what color do you think the light would change to? And she said, I think it will change to dark color. And I said, yes. And I also said, I said, every time you let a past situation 
and let people who hurt you and let things that happened affect how much and how you how great you feel today, especially after a long period of time, then what you're doing is giving them your power. I said, sometimes people do naughty things, right? So of course, I'm speaking to her for a seven-year-old to catch. And I was like, sometimes people do naughty things. And when they do naughty things, if we continue to just be sad and be angry and be frustrated and be resentful towards them, what we're doing is giving our power away. And she said, what, what do you mean power? I said, your happiness is your power. I said, your peace is your power. I said, your excitement is your power. I said, your love is your power. I said, those beautiful things are your power. And if you continue to be sad and you continue to be angry and you continue to be those things off of situations that happened in the past, then it means that you're just giving your power away. And she said, mommy, but my heart is, my heart is broken. My heart is broken. And I said, but hearts could be fixed, baby. And she said, what? What do you mean? I said, yes. And then I used her cousin who broke her hand sometime before, sometime last year in a trampoline. It was a freak accident. And I said, isn't her, isn't her hand fixed now? And she said, yeah, it is. And it was like nothing ever happened. I was like, yeah. And it's the same thing that you could do with your heart, but you have to choose, right? You have to choose. And of course, I mean, we, this is a conversation with a seven-year-old, so let's, you know, we're not trying to get all technical. But I'm trying to share with her, and I'm also sharing with you, on an emotional standpoint, you do not have to continue being sad. You do not have to continue being angry. You do not have to continue being resentful. You do not have to continue to hold on to your shame. You do not have to continue feeling those emotions those things and bear with me those things are a part of the human experience they are so you are meant to experience those things but at some point it becomes a choice to stay there at some point it becomes a choice to decide that you are going to remain unhappy you're going to remain unforgiving. You are going to remain heartbroken. It becomes a choice. And my daughter has been dealing with this going in two years. And I did not realize as a mommy and very intuitive mommy as well, that she was grieving until a year ago. And it's only within the last six months because I tried to do it on my own. Within the last six months, I put her in an extracurricular activity. So she is in an extracurricular activity even during this pandemic. And I'm grateful for the space to do so. I put her in an extracurricular activity and I invested in a therapist. And as I said, therapy is something that I am an advocate for. If you have little ones, find somebody who is capable, who is safe, who you feel safe with to support your children because we can't do it alone, right? I am a coach. I've helped more than 100 plus women, more than almost 200 women I've helped. And I need a coach for me. I need a therapist for me. I need a coach for my daughter or a therapist for my own child. Understand? Anyways, and this message that I am seeing here is to let you know that you have a choice. You get to choose. You get to choose. Do you want to remain angry and bitter towards somebody who did you something however long ago? 
or are you going to choose to be where you are right now and decide that, hey, I am going to create something different? And I know it is so easy to just hold on to the pain, right? It's so easy to hold on to the hurt. It is because that's, that's what you've come to know. But the truth is the bigger parts of you, the higher parts of you, that big, bright, beautiful light that literally is there or was there present around you wants to shine and wants to shine so freaking bright because that's what it wants to do. Anyways, so of course... We did the hono, is it hono, puno, hopono? Gosh, I'll put it in the bottom here. I can't pronounce it. Um, but basically, I told her and I called, I called these three specific people's name. And I said, Lanai, I want you to repeat this after me. So I want, I'm going to share this with you. This is a prayer that I lead with. I guide my clients through. This is a prayer that I use for myself. This is, this is something that I do when I am doing my own decluttering work right my emotional decluttering work and I said so let's just say the her dad's name is John I said then I want you to say John I love you no John I'm sorry I forgive you I love you thank you and she cried and she cried and the my other friend well my other the other relationship that she is upset about I told her to call him by his name and to say I am sorry, I forgive you, I love you, thank you. And our dog's name was Fluffy. So I told her to say, Fluffy, I am sorry, I forgive you, I love you, I thank you. And she sobbed and I felt that release. And she was like, at first, why are you calling their names? Why are you calling their names? I don't want you to call their names because you know how much it hurts. And I said, babe, we had to bring the elephants in the middle of the room. Let, let us, the elephant that is in the middle of the room, sorry, is what we have to acknowledge. And these are the things that are hurting you. And you are brave. And you could do hard things. And you could do big things. And it is okay for us to look at this situation right here and confront it. But at the end of the day, you have to choose. So this is my message to you. Whatever situation you're dealing with in your life, whatever hurt, whatever pain, whatever heartbrokenness you are dealing with right now, that you know is keeping you stuck, that you know is keeping you back from where it is you want to go, release it. And then I told her, take some deep breaths out. So after we said that prayer, I said, let it all, let it all out. And the tears ran and it ran and ran. Mind you guys, all of this is happening in my car. This shit is happening in my car. And the tears were still there. And I was like, do you need more? And she was like, yes. I was like, do you want to scream? And she was afraid to scream. I'm like, no, baby, scream, scream. So this is part of the work that I do in breathwork sessions. And I tell clients to scream. I was like, okay, I'll turn on the radio for you so you could scream. Scream and let it all out. The neighbors wouldn't hear. And if they hear, well, who, who cares? I said, scream. And she screamed and she screamed and she screamed. And I was like, how do you feel? She's like, I feel good. I feel better. I shared with her, I was like, listen, mommy has so many broken hearts. So I was like, my heart was broken. People did naughty things, you know? And she was like, like what? And I set my boundary and I was like, no, baby, this, those are adult things. You do not need to know that. Maybe when we're older, when you're older, then I'll probably share with you those things. But people did naughty things too. And I also shared, I said, my daddy wasn't around. He wasn't around. Well, he was around, but he was very marginal. And I said, you know, I could choose to be angry with him. I could choose to be upset. But why do that? 
I was like, no, I have people like you that I love. I have my mom. I have my business. I have my clients. I have Zoe, which is a dog. I have my family. Like I have people and things right here, right now that I could choose to focus on. Because, and I said, I was like, if I be angry with my dad, if I be angry with your daddy, if I be angry with anybody else, then that's way it just, it's going to, I'm giving my power away. And then speaking to her like this, as I said, I noticed the light bulb went off and I feel like I could cry. Like honestly, doing this podcast episode here, I could cry. And if you're looking at me, well, I'm still in my gym clothes. I did not even take a bath as yet. Don't judge me, right? But don't give your power away. All of our feelings, all of your feelings are valid. The sadness, the anger, the, the, you know, the jealousy, the shame, the get like, listen, they are valid. But at some point, you need to choose what color you want your light to be. Do you want your light, the light around you to be dark and brown and you know, very dirty and musky and just, you know, just giving off a different type of energy? Or do you want your aura to be illuminating and welcoming and open and loving? Whichever, which, which of those do you prefer that it is? And I want you to go back to that time when your light was so bright and beautiful. Go back to that time and remember how great that time was and acknowledge that you have 150 percent capability of making that light be most present again you are not doomed to having repeat and live in the same emotions that make you feel as though it's not worth being here it's not worth showing up for yourself it's not worth going after your goals like it is it, it just does not serve anybody to give your power away like that. Because the truth is, those very people and situations who hurt you, who broke you, who made you feel as though you're a piece of shit or a piece of paper that they just crumple up and throw away, they may not even give a shit that you've given them their power. Do you understand how insane that is? So while you are there, giving them your power, they still don't even care that you are giving them it. So even if you feel as though you would do them some type of service out of some deep, deep love by, you know, still being fixated on them or fixated on the situation, half of them probably don't even give a shit. This space that I'm in here is really hard for me because as a mommy, as a coach, as somebody who's doing my own inner work, you know, like, fuck, this is hard. This is hard. This is, this is hard, especially when I would watch a small version of me hurt in ways that I cannot even um, feel. Because at seven, I wasn't dealing with that shit. At seven, I was not dealing with loss like that. And I also did not have the safety to be as articulate as that. So I, I don't even have a model to freaking model, except for what I've been learning over the last 
couple years. And even in that, it is not the same when the person that you're supporting is came from you, came from your womb, right? But my message that I shared with her, I know that is a message for me and is also a message for you. Hence the reason me or my decision to share something very personal with you. And I just want to remind you that this is a safe, judgment-free space. Um, any information that I share on this podcast episode, on, on my podcast, is with the only intention of giving you more insights into the reality that is that of being a coach, being a mommy, running a business, as well as having you see here, you know, like, okay, all the breath work and the self-love and whatever, like, we still, I am still growing through my process, right? I'm still growing through what I am going through. And I feel like to not share some of these things would also be a disservice, right? So, and of course, if you're hearing any noise in the background, that's Zoe, my dog. I just felt so, like, so compelled, like I had to jump on here you know, and just have this chat with you. Definitely send me a message. Definitely reach out to me if this resonated. Share with a friend, leave a review, you know, all the works. But that is it in a nutshell. You get to choose. You get to choose if you are going to continue to have this dim, gloomy light around you or if you're going to have this big, bright, illuminating light, you're going to choose if you want to continue to give your power away to people and situations that happened in the past. You're going to choose or you're going to choose to look at your current situation, acknowledge the awesome things that you have, even if it's a handful that you feel alone that you have, which I'm a thousand percent sure is not true. And then decide to choose to take back your power. And that power looks like love and happiness and gratitude and patience and self-compassion and self-forgiveness and understanding and kindness and confidence and boldness. Like that is what your power looks like. But it is so hard to showcase your power if you are rooted or allowing yourself to focus on things like sadness and anger and unforgiveness and resentment and and ingratitude like it is very hard for those powerful parts of you to really shine bright if you have these other things these other parts of you running the show my baseline for all my coaching is to learn to accept radically love and accept all the parts of you so that looks like the shame loving the shame loving the guilt loving the anger loving the unforgiveness it looks like that but the intention and when I say love all the parts of you is to see those parts of you acknowledge it love it because it is a part of you but in doing so it softens its power and it allows the actual powerful parts of you to shine through it's not about when I say love and accept all the parts of you it's not about um, loving it I mean like well okay I like this so that's what it is no no it's loving it is accepting it it is saying thank you it is saying sorry it is saying that you forgive it to soften it to release it to let it go so that the powerful parts of you could shine through I love you guys so 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 much as I said 
comment, send me an email, you know, the drill. Tag me on social media and I will connect with you soon. Bye-bye.